Also, why didn't they just call it the B League? Because we've already got the A League. Just call it the B League. <laughs> yeah, never mind that. I've <laughs> <laughs> got Andy's vote. That's You're all I needed. There, mate. Okie dokie, that sausage was smoky. Here we go with another episode of The Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, and joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he had extra cake last Saturday, it's Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. Uh, thanks, Jashan. Good to be back for another week. And uh, yeah, you know what they say, sometimes you just got to treat yourself to that little bit of extra cake. So I uh, definitely uh, indulged on the weekend and... Uh, yeah, shout out to the to the cake chef, whoever that was. Not naming names. Mm. <laughs> it was Coles. I mean, it was Coles and Woolies. And my uh, girlfriend may have decorated it. it. Sorry, wait. Coles and Woolies combined to make one cake. Yeah, <laughs> two different flavors. Damn, that's that's insane. Uh, I guess today uh, the the fourth voice you're gonna hear is that of a man. He went to Wang yesterday on X. He's player Oz Scopes, but here he is, Damon Sarah. Yes, Trishan, I did go to Wangaretta, and, and uh, it was a lovely day out in the regional city, and uh, yeah, just getting in some good, nice sun, and uh, mm. after the dreadful rain we've been having, and yeah, good to see everything nice and green around. We were happy to Is have it the you best there, regional city. I don't think I can say it's the best regional city. Uh, a certain <laughs> a bit Tatura. Or uh, Shepparton, it might <laughs> yes. even just have it. I'll give I'll give you Tatura, but Shepparton, come on. <laughs> and last but not least, he's the star bat for the Williamstown Cricket Club. It's Nicholas. Oh, thanks, Shashan. And I just want to emphasise, you know, uh, I would never play cricket in real life. This is in, a, of course, a fictional video game. You know me. Um, if I wanted to spend six hundred, hundreds and hundreds of dollars a year, uh, I'd just, you know... Uh, Join a, a football club that the government doesn't subsidise. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Or just go to Europe. Like, there's always Europe to go to. But uh, <laughs> let's not get into Eurosnob talk just yet. Let's get stuck into some chat. Rumour has it, Damo, you're going to New Zealand soon. I want to ask, what will you say to Bill Foley if you see him? Here's a go on, mate. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. Hey, I, li- I like that you went for the the Kiwi accent rather than the American on that one. That was good. Hey, hey, hey Bill. <laughs> hey, Bill, how's it going over there? Okay. <laughs> so strong effort there from Damo. All right. Lots to get stuck into tonight. We've got Socceroos and Friendly Action to talk about. We're going to pick our fantasy transfers for this window, and God, we are lucky because there was not one. But two MacArthur one-all draws this week. But first things first, wonder goals galore. Everyone wanted to score a banger over the weekend. Damo, I'll ask you straight away, what was your favourite banger of the weekend? For me? Yes. Does does Jake Holman still count? (laughs) Jake Holman always counts, brother. (laughs) Was that last week or this week? Technically last week, (sighs) I think. Pretty sure the Monday game was the uh, new uh, match week, I think. Yeah. 
So technically, it wouldn't count. Oh, we we can it's count. Still a bit of a banger. It's still the same weekend, basically. What about you, Andy? Would you take Terry Antonis or or Hamza Saki with the with the volley there? Mate, I've thought long and hard about this, and I've watched them both uh, many mm. times over, and it's hard to pick. But um, if I had to pick one, I think I'm going for um, Hamza Saki's goal. That was just oh, unbelievable yes. on on the volley. Like that would be so hard to do, and he just just nailed yeah. it over the over the keeper's head. Mate. Top bins, oh, incredible for stuff. Me, for me, technical technical wise, that that's definitely the best one. Yeah. But then I I've just remembered um old uh, young Eli Adams oh. first goal for yeah. Melbourne victory and in the A League as well was an absolute banger. Oh yeah. And uh, just give a quick props to him, and I think that uh, should obviously uh, carry some weight. Oh, uh, fair enough. Going with uh with a- Eli Adams's goal. Yeah, scored in the Melbourne victory 3-2 win over Perth Glory. Yes, Fantastic very game. Uh, very important goal as well. Oh, very important. We also saw Taggart score a screamer in that and Zizou Mashash. 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 Zizou. That was a fucking heater of a goal as well, just muscling off his opponents and, and kind of squeezing it into the top left-hand side there. But we'll start off with that game. Victory up against Perth. Victory obviously playing to go actually top of the table after... Phoenix drew earlier in the week, and Andy, uh, for you, obviously a little bit tough, maybe a bit biased on this, but victory mm. are they are they deservedly top of the table with the football they're playing? Yeah, yeah, I think they are at the moment. Um, they're they're I guess not the um, the best top of the table team in the history of the league or by any by any means, no. but um, yeah, like uh, in this competition this year, I think they're um, they deserve to be there. I think they're they're still undefeated, so. You know, even if there's a lot of draws in there, being undefeated still says a lot. Mm. Yeah, as much as it pains me as a City fan to see Victor on top of the table, I think um, you can't take anything away from him there. But, yeah, we'll see if they can keep it going for the rest of the season. Yeah, and, and no goals from Fortaroli in this one either. It was the aforementioned Adams, uh, Zidu Mashash, and Ben Falami scored for victory in this game. So they don't just rely on Fortaroli yeah, all the time. They've uh, Yeah, the others are about to step up in his absence. So they've... Uh, that's a good start for them. Well, he wasn't playing, was he? No, that's what I mean. Like, um, no. they've stepped yeah. up in Fornaroli's So, of course, absence. of course, Jashan, they're gonna, if they're going to score three goals and Fornaroli's not playing, someone else has to score. <laughs> yes, Nicholas, but the point is that they did find other goal scorers when they needed to. And that's other a promising revenue. sign. Yes. Diversification revenues. of the revenue stream, as they may put it. Well, this is a very welcoming podcast. We prefer diversity over segregation 100% of the time, and it's, it's good that uh, Melbourne Victory are passing the ball around, getting everyone on the score sheet there. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Um, what about yourself there, Damo? Do you feel like Victory are deserving top-of-the-table sitters? Well, it's funny you mention that because, uh, obviously, last season I did predict the Victory to go unbeaten the whole season. Get lots of victories, yes. yes. Uh, and they finished, uh, where'd they finish again? Uh, bottom. <laughs> Second bottom. I think it was 11th, but close enough. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Damo. I Continue. digress. Uh, this season, I, 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 I don't see um, why they can't go the whole season unbeaten, be the A-League Invincibles. Uh, what, what I'm seeing from them is a very strong character, uh, something that obviously you need to be successful uh, when the going gets tough and 
yeah, look, this week, obviously going a goal down and being able to come back uh, each time and put in these uh, solid performances, uh, they're only going to get better as they continue to learn from that. And look, what I'm saying is it's all, it's all positive. It is all positive. I possibly helped a little bit in this game, do you think, with Bruce Kamau's second yellow card there for uh, uh, simulation? Yeah, a bit, a bit piss weak, I would say. Uh, considering mm. his first one was a bit of a bullshit uh, yellow card. So, obviously, the referees have got to take that into account. Um, mm-hmm. There has to be, like, a, a half yellow. A half yellow? We've got to add yeah, in another card. There has card. to be a half yellow. <laughs> the the referee yellow. needs to, Just like, needs to adjudicate whether that tackle there is worthy of a full yellow. Because mm. once you get a yellow, it's a yellow. Just, yes. Just like, um, just like in the Australia Croatia game, two thousand and six. Yes. Half, the good old, the good old uh, the half yellow. The, the half, the half yellow. You know. Josef the first, it was a, uh, it was one yellow and two halves. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> we could absolutely bring in a, a Simonich rule for yeah. these kinds of situations. Well, it, it's bullshit. Like you don't deserve to get a yellow card for standing in the way of the ball. I'm sorry, it's yep. just bullshit. The same with mm. kicking a ball away. It does not warrant a full yellow card. Yes, you should accumulate few fouls. Obviously, if Kamau's made three or four fouls before that, and that's the straw that breaks the camel's back, then fine. But he only just came on, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So, what the fuck, referees? that's the spirit demo what the fuck referees title of this podcast i also think that the simulation call itself was a little bit harsh like yes he got straight up yeah he He got got straight straight back up he didn't ask for a foul or free kick or anything no absolutely he he just tripped over his own i just thought he yeah Mm, he tripped over his own feet yeah he's not diving (laughs) ah very confusing and obviously there are dives like it's a problem in in all forms of football like Simulation needs to be cut out, oh. but this isn't the way to do it if you give out yellow cards for, for non-diving situations. Yeah. It kind of just leaves a bad taste in the mouth mm. for me. If, if you, can tell, yeah. you can tell when it's a proper dive, and you can yes. tell when the person who's gone down thought, oh, yeah, that was a bit stupid. I'm getting yeah, straight back 100%. up. And, that's and exactly this definitely fell into the ladder. So. Mm. I think it's a, yeah. a real blunder from the ref on this one. If you're given that a, a yellow, then oh. there'll be no one left on the pitch if you're consistent. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Damn. Sorry. I mean, you think about all the times that that happens in the middle of the park, hey? Yeah, exactly. Oh, mate, absolutely. And, you know, no yellow. I've tripped over my own feet a few times down at the futsal court. <laughs> but um, that was, yeah, the highest goal-scoring game of the weekend. Victory getting the dub over Perth Glory. And then the other results, I'll just run through them. Uh, the Phoenix drew 2 all with Adelaide. MacArthur won all with Jets. Central Coast got a handy win over Western Sydney 1-0. Sydney 2-1 on the Raw. Melbourne City got the dub over West United, and then Adelaide drew with MacArthur 1-all on the Monday. Nick, any of those games standing out to you as particularly noteworthy and chat-worthy? Uh, well, I went to the City game. That was a, that was a hey, good tense yeah. battle, uh, as, as did Andy, and I think Andy would uh, share a similar opinion. Uh, but also, uh, shout-outs... Uh, 
also Central Coast getting the points over Western City Wanderers. A big scalp uh, on their rise mm. to the to the top two and top four positions. And also Marco Tulio's last game as a Mariner, which was a, mm. a you know, um, he's been a great mm. asset to the club. Uh, although I did see, you know, a keep up or just the kind of the guys to like. Uh, <laughs> Keep up, so the keep up is the kind of keep up in A leagues just like really like um, gas up their posts. Like you wouldn't believe what Ange Postecoglou just said made in the A leagues. Like he's a vision, like you know, um, they'll or they'll say like you know Tom Glover. Wow, um, unbelievable what he did uh, overnight against Chelsea. Come to that later. <laughs> he I saw something along the lines of oh. Um, try finding a um, highlights package um, as impressive as Marco Tulio's. And <laughs> the first comment I just saw was, this is just the highlights package with all credit to Marco Tulio. But yeah, he's 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 great. And what he's done for like, um, you know, his, um, you know, his, his country, you know, being the first professional footballer from Vanuatu, I think it's just excellent. And just good for football in the region, if you ask me. He thoroughly deserves a... Well, I imagine he'll be getting a nice contract uh, moving to the J1 league. I is will J1? stop you there. Marco Tulio is from Brazil. You might be getting mixed up with uh, Brian Caltac. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, you can't As be getting mixed up. Naughty boy Caltac is... is a... oh, naughty boy Caltac. <laughs> Is this getting cut? Oh man! This Absolutely is not. That's going straight. This to is air. a blunder of the highest order, mate. This is Am what I tripping. Lads, I've been <laughs> up since five thirty. I've been doing so much research on the pod all day. I've been up since five thirty a.m. researching, but um, I must have just got my uh, colours mixed up when looking at the flags. You know. First burning question of the night. Three burning questions. And Central and Central Coast have won four out of the last five. They're absolutely in form. But can they keep this going without Marco Tulio? Because that was his last game for the Yellow and Navy. I'll ask you, Damo. I don't see why not. I think Angel Torres is in starting to kind of come into his own uh, somewhat. And I think... It's a good opportunity for him to kind of have the limelight on him. And obviously, you've still got the likes of uh, Aloqual, who's starting to find some some more form and consistency. And Gene Reek, possibly, and who else? Matt Ryan, mate. Matt Ryan, <laughs> he's going to make a comeback. Okay. Uh, Christian like Theoharis? Christian Theoharis, anyone? I mean, yeah. Sammy Silvera? <laughs> Nick's gone back in yeah. time. Nectar Triantis? Nectar Triantis, yeah. Matt Simon? <laughs> um, I, I just had to say, like, I, I, I'll, I'll just add to Damo, like, their ladder position's quite deceptive um, yeah. because uh, being fifth on the ladder and because we had an extra game for some reason on Monday night, they're on level on points with sixth place MacArthur, but MacArthur's played another game already, and I think that they could have. They drew a game that they were pretty dominant over against Melbourne City, leading three one. They could easily be third right now, um, only two points outside the top two. So, mm. Mm. it's pretty it tight. Only six points separate Victory and Central Coast. Also, oh, and MacArthur in first and sixth, though so it is mm. quite tight. Victory should be nuns nasty. Much further ahead with those five draws. Yes. 
but uh, alas. So, so Damo, you think that Central Coast will be fine without um, Marco Tullio? I mean, and, and obviously maybe... they'll certainly struggle, uh, mm. but I don't, I don't see, I don't think it's that much of a loss. I know he's, he's definitely uh, been the key player for a few, uh, for at least a season now. But I think. Angel Torres was that person that was potentially already kind of signed mm. with the idea of him kind of taking over that Marco Tullio role anyway. Has already scored being, six goals and got two assists in the league this season. Exactly, and being already being there with, with Tullio obviously was a bit of a bonus, but I don't think we've seen, seen the best of Angel Torres yet. So I think he's, he's definitely... In, he he's said himself that he wants to really uh, show what he's made of uh, in this league. So yeah, interesting times ahead for the for the Mariners. Yeah, is he from Vanuatu as well, Longal Torres? Do you know? Like, is he a Vanuatu national national? New Caledonia, actually. Ah, oh, right. Yes, he's from the Seychelles, of course. Longal Torres from Colombia, playing very very well. A lot of new signings this season, I think, have been pretty good. Um, Melbourne City have quite a few of them. Um, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Who's the, who's the winger? Leonatel has started to find some form for Melbourne City. I Ever since yeah, I yeah. slagged him off after the derby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a bit of a critic of his as well until recent weeks. But yeah, he's, uh, he's impressed me in the last few weeks. It's, it's not yeah. his fault City made him play at Icon Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. God. No, no, oh once again, God. It, is the, uh, it is the transfer... Window and anything can happen in mutual the, termination. In this so mutual termination window. You're right. Yes, correct. <laughs> I'm very so, excited to see some mutual terminations come through. Who are we going to mutually terminate? Oh, there's rumours that Andy might be on the chopping block, but um, I can neither confirm nor deny these rumours. I'm going to go join football friends then. Oh no! Well, that's <laughs> funny because Stefan Mauck might be coming back to uh, play for Adelaide, wow. so he might be too busy Ooh. to record his podcast. Yeah, I'll fill in for him. Absolutely, football friends with Andy and Ben. Yeah, <laughs> ah, they'll figure True. it out. They'll figure it out. But I did want to ask yeah. on in terms of Melbourne City, like obviously all these new signings, and finally it seems like they've found a bit of chemistry and they've put it together a little bit. Yeah. So Andy. Yep. Uh, Bernie, question number two. What has Aurelio Vidmar done to turn City around? Is it on him or is it on the players more so? Um, good question. I, I think it's a bit of both. I, I think it has to be both um, to be a successful team. You know, like obviously now getting towards the halfway point of the season, the players have had a good a good amount of time and a good amount of games to um, to play together and gel and um, learn each other's, you know, playing styles and um, build that team chemistry up. So I think that's that's really helped. They've got that um, match continuity in now. So, yeah, I think that that's definitely been a big part of it. But, yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing uh, from Aurelio as well. He seems what he, like that he knows what he's doing and everything seems to, to have a purpose, I yes. guess. Um, he's a cooker. Yeah, like... As it as it and not, cooker, not, cooker, not not cooker as in a far right lunatic. By the way, <laughs> he, he just he just loves to cook. that up, Nick. <laughs> he's, he's not a cooker as cook. in an Australian native bird. Uh, yeah, oh, like a kookaburra. kookaburra. Yes, thank you. That was the reference. <laughs> yeah, we love <laughs> a good kookaburra on this podcast. I'll add to Andy. It probably also helps that they're not juggling three tournaments at once. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's very yeah. And now, Getting like, more rest the, between games. And... Yeah, and the players are playing week in, week out compared to when they 
had uh, quicker turnarounds, you know, two or three players might go in and out at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got more, yeah, squad quant- continuity now. And, um, yeah, less travel and more opportunity to train between matches as well. So I think, yeah, that all helps. Lots of drives down to down the highway to Casey Fields. Yeah, a lot of time to think. <laughs> Talk about Arsenal just hit it, it is mind going down down the Princess Freeway. Down the about, Monash. Yeah, down the Monash, yeah. Surely Melbourne City um, dri- like, drive their players by helicopter to, uh, to training <laughs> with the money they've got. Uh, only David Warner has that privilege. <laughs> true. Fuck David Warner. <laughs> Bloody ridiculous! I cannot. Be- if that story is actually true, and they are helicoptering David Warner to the Sydney Smash, that's insane. Oh, and and I'm the bad guy here for you know, um, you know, using one-off plastics. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm I'm the bad guy when I decide to you know drive a short yeah. distance to Coles rather than walk 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's your fault, mate. It's your fault. Uh, uh yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I shared. So what the context is there is that uh, there's an article going around that he's got to land on the Allianz Stadium so he can get to the cricket, play cricket. <laughs> Surely that's a joke. Play, play like, cricket across the road. That even work? Rest in. Uh, like there was a tweet saying this is going to ruin the pitch for the A League on the next day, but um, of course you know, um, rest in peace. You know to the Leicester City uh, chairman and owner. I mean, they did use that venue as a helicopter landing area um so uh i'll, I'll leave it mm. to the helicopter helicopter pilots and not me oh, hell, mate. reference game incredibly are on you point. saying that they shouldn't take a heli you shouldn't take oh a i'm just saying like it's not unheard of to land a helicopter on a grass pitch no, i'm not saying it's gonna i'm just saying Fair it's enough. not gonna ruin mm. the pitch i'm not insinuating anything else no 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 it's not gonna ruin pitch at all mate, it's gonna it's gonna be no, no less damaged than like um you know, if they landed a helicopter at Suncorp Stadium, I reckon it would actually improve the pitch. <laughs> like, maybe hey, the, hey, blade, hey. The, the blade, the blades of the chopper might actually, you know, put the grass in order. Cut some grass. <laughs> they, they did say Suncorp looked bad, but they did say that it was purely cosmetic and there's nothing to worry about. All right, they tested it. They tested it. Don't worry about it, fellas. It's like, it's like, it's like when my dad says, you know, oh, it's purely cosmetic. It's still good to eat in the fridge when it's been there for ten days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, as long yeah, as that, it's not that chicken. Black stuff, it's not mold. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I jump jump into the pool and it's Pop green, quiz. but all the readings say that it's, it's Pop fine. quiz. If there's mold on a Tupperware <laughs> container, chuck out or reuse and wash. Like a good oh. Tupperware container, so not like one that you're like one that you want to keep and you've like let your guard mm. down. Depends how bad the mold is. Probably, mate. probably give it a good scrub. Yeah, that's that's what I did. Thank, thanks for reassuring me. I mean, I'm no expert, but... That's, yeah, no, you'll be yeah. all right. Does David Warner realise that this doesn't help his image at all? <laughs> I don't think David Warner realises much about anything, mate. He's, he's head in the clouds. Keep your eye on the mozzarella in your fridge, everyone. Don't, don't, don't. No, mozzarella thanks, has a low short shelf life. Don't let it hang out there for a good few months. Back to mm. the football. Uh, before we get too stuck <laughs> into mozzarella, any of the other, these other games that kind of stand out to you boys? Maybe one of the MacArthur one-all draws? Who knows? Yeah, that was, the, um, that was the other game I watched, uh, apart from the City game, and uh, I thought it was a very, very entertaining game. You know, I know it was a draw. Is this but, the first yeah, one they, or the second one? Show. Oh, sorry, the second one, the Monday night one. Ah, yes. It was a good game. Valer Germain scoring goals for fun at the moment. He's looking pretty good. Yeah. With Adelaide? Yeah, it was Adelaide. If this is um, 
if this team's, you know, MacArthur's sixth in the table, I want to be eating at their pub. They seem to be doing pretty well. Is there a pub team? Hit a bit of a, uh, <laughs> a bit of a wall in the last couple of weeks. They haven't been. Uh... Well, MacArthur haven't won in five. I haven't won anything in five. Mm. Yeah, so they've um, they've been struggling. To, so is Adelaide. To consolidate. Fuck, I didn't realize how low Adelaide was on the table. Yeah. Do I even watch this sport? I... No, you don't. <laughs> you just said you watched <laughs> one game this week. Yeah, so. <laughs> it, was, it was a really good indication of where these two teams are at, and I think they kind of found it hard to break down each other, which kind of uh, resembles their uh, their positioning on the table. Who do you think struggling more, Adelaide or MacArthur? Oh, certainly Adelaide should be doing a bit better than they are. I think MacArthur are probably doing a bit better than they probably are. But obviously with um with the AA, uh, the what do you call it, the bloody Asian... AFC Cup. AFC Cup. They're, uh, obviously they're... They're juggling a few competitions, so are Central Coast, and I think with this little mini break that they've had uh, in between the uh, group stages and the the knockout stages, uh, I think we've seen Central Coast kind of improve, whereas uh, MacArthur have kind of um, gone a little bit backwards. So it's amazing what can happen uh, actually with with a little bit of a break and in between competitions and stuff. Uh, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And at the moment, I think MacArthur are just finding it a little bit more difficult than the Mariners are. So obviously their later position would uh, say that they're actually not doing too bad, but I think they'd prefer to be a little bit higher uh, with the uh, chances they've had. So Yeah, fair dues. Those, those mm. teams both play yeah. in the zonal semi-finals on the 13th of February. MacArthur against Sabah and Central Coast against... Uh, non pen crown. I'm, I probably butchered yep. that, but those games are happening later <laughs> in the year. Good effort. I'm doing my best. Also, Sydney FC are uh, breathing down MacArthur's neck. Three wins on the trot. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, two points in it. Yeah, they bet. Uh, they bet Risden. Uh-huh. You know, Le- <laughs> you know Leo Natal. Leo Natal is the Riz Riz killer. You know, first he kills Risden, <laughs> now yeah he, uh, he, uh then he kills Risden. Josh Risden on his sights. I gotta tell you though, we Brisbane did not know how to handle Fabio Gomez in this game. He just does, he st- he cannot yeah. stop scoring against us. It's very frustrating. And like it was better. Um, was Tom Aldred awake? Tom Aldred. Tom Aldred is absolutely a joke, mate. Like I've never seen this man play this badly for such a consent like. Consistent period of time, he's so out of form. Was he not doing well with with Eloise there, or was he, was, he just shit he, as well? He was good at the start of the season, but then he, he dropped off like a month or so ago and hasn't found his form back. Like Ben Khan's debut, it wasn't bad. Obviously, a bit of an improvement over an eight-one loss, but still, yeah, it was like a, it was a lack of effort. I thought in the middle of the park for Brisbane. Yeah. Like, Sydney second goal. There's a loose ball in, in midfield, and the Sydney guys just wanted it more. Simple as that, and it's ah. Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's annoying. I could see Sydney making a play for the top six and kind of uh, like how they did last year, pushing their luck and getting getting a win in the mm. first week to make the final four. I'm not too sure. Is, yeah, this, is there still two legs for the final four this year? I can't remember. They'll probably announce it like with one week to go, knowing the APL. <laughs> the APL <laughs> likes to keep us on our toes, mate. They like to keep us on our toes. But anything else from the games of the weekend or shall we move forward? Um, I think yeah, I think we 
pretty much covered it. Beautiful. Yeah. In terms of standouts, Damo, did you have a young player of the week that you wanted to shed some light on? Oh, crap. <laughs> Eli Adams, maybe? I mean, I think I have to, for once, give a young player of the week to... Actually, no, I'm going to give it to his teammate. Actually, I'm going to give it to Giuseppe Bovalina. Bovalina! Beautiful. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that shout. Mr. Bovalina. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Andy. <laughs> uh, that's funny. You were going to say Runcunda, uh, but then you, you pivoted to Bovalina. Yeah, absolutely I was. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, just because I, I think... Ben he... No. No, he's doing quite well. But, <laughs> again, that game time is obviously killing him a little bit. Uh, yeah. So that is true. I'm going to give it to Bovalina just because of that beautiful assist uh, that he laid on to Ben Heller and yep. um, to open up the scoring in Adelaide. Yeah, that was gorgeous. What did Mizeo have, like, five minutes of game time this week? It, yeah, it was something like that. I don't like, remember ten exactly minutes, what maybe? minute he came yeah, on, but it was it pretty... Was... Yeah, a bit longer than normal. Yeah. Eight. Double the time. Love to see it. And, uh, Nick, do you have a pick moment for us or, or not this week? Ooh. Peek, I do. Oh, let's have a little peek at it then, shall we, lad? Peek. Peek. Peek A-League moment of the week. First off, I'm just doing some research. So my PK League moment of the week, I'm just going to keep it simple. You know, you could peek all you want. You could peek here, peek there, peek a little bit. Oh, McDonough. Nah. Anyway, um... <laughs> I'm going to keep it simple. You know, most, you know, like companies, they keep it on the straight and narrow with the image. Maybe some are trying to be cool, like Maxibon, you know, like, uh, you know, KFC is trying to be trendy with the kids on the social media. But most keep it on the straight and narrow. But I want to give a shout out to our reigning champions of the A-League, Central Coast Mariners, Mm. for dipping into the memes and endorsing A-League memes over MLS memes. (laughs) Yes, I saw this. Hmm. Fan pages are going to fan pages like your meme pages. Like, of course, that's not that's nothing unique about the A League. You know, two two fan pages bickering against each other. But the peakness comes from us being endorsed by the Central Coast Mariners. Do you reckon the Philadelphia Union are going out of their way to dis to dis the Central Coast Mariners home? <laughs> I don't think so because they don't have enough peaks and troughs in the MLS. The Rocky Mountains. The Rocky Mountains ain't got shit to the Blue Mountains. There's no peaks in the Rockies. Lots of peaks here. A-League culture. Respect. <laughs> A-League culture. And I, and, and, that could be love one it. of the best peaks and, ever. Nick, and, what's, what's your top three mountain ranges in Australia? If top three mountain ranges? Going to go controversial early. The Yu Yangs. Okay. Nice. Uh, they're boring as fuck. Uh, <laughs> But they look cool on the way to work. Um, the the Yu Yangs are a monolith structure. It's a former volcano, um, and it just stands out. In the it stands out. It's completely. It's it's it, the it's it's surrounded by volcanic plains, so it's completely flat. And then you have the Yu Yangs. Um, I'm just sticking to Victoria because it's 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 what I know um, best. Um, so apologies to any interstate listeners. Uh, number two, I'm going to go, it's not necessarily a mountain range, um, but I'm going to go with the Victorian high country. Um, oh, 
I've never visited, um, but, enjoy, <laughs> but I, I, I'd love to check out Bright someday, probably during the springtime or summertime. Very lovely town. Um, rather, than, rather than snow season, um, because I can't afford that. Um, but I'd love to go to the Bright Brewery and, you know, and, and it just looks really picturesque, especially like when, you know, in golden hour um, with all the leaves. So I'd love to check it out, um, you know, during summertime. Um, um, or Can confirm, summer worth weather. the visit. Thank you. And conveniently located next to Wangaratta. So I could, you know, um, I could stop at my favorite places on the Hume Highway, like the Avenel Roadhouse. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and, and my number one would be the Otway Ranges. I reckon the Otway Otways. Ranges. Are, sorry? The Otways? The Otways are sick. Oh, uh, the fuck are the Otways? Otways are like, uh, like between Lawn and Apollo Bay. Oh, yeah. it, it, Otways are sick. People like the Dandenongs. Dandenongs are cute, but Dandenongs are convenient because they're so close to Melbourne. The Otways is where it's at. You have um, subtropical rainforests, meet in the beaches, uh, and you have the Great Ocean Road snug in between. It, 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 it's uh, pretty pretty crazy. Only thing I don't like about the Otways, it's a little bit too much logging for my liking. A bit sad, bit sad, but mm, yeah. Mm. Those are my top three mountain ranges. Not bad. Got to get your wood somewhere, fellas. Got to get your wood somewhere. No love for the... Uh... Take the wood from Tasmania. Who cares about... <laughs> the Yarra Ranges. <laughs> Yarra Ranges, I wouldn't call that a mountain the range. Grampians more like even? a rolling hill. So I haven't been to the Grampians, so um, I don't wish to come... The Gra- yeah, the Grampians. That's, that's a good shout. That's a good yeah. one. It's a good it, mountain The Grampians range, would be good to visit. Um, you know, I, I'm not a mountain range hater, you know, so... Four man wall trip to the to the Grampians, I reckon, on the cards. Let's give it a little look see. We'll record there next week. Uh, back to the football. <laughs> yeah, back to the football. <laughs> uh, the Socceroos were in action uh, recently against Bahrain, a little friendly ahead of the Asia Cup that's going up soon. 2 0 win. So we, we take that, boys. Anyone watch the action? No. No. Too early. No, I couldn't stay up for it yet. I watched, yeah, I watched the AFC Cup, though, when it's on, unless it's like 3 a.m. Um, oh, you beauty. I watched the game against India. That's on an achievable time this weekend. It, it, it will be, it, it'll be difficult, oh, these yeah. games, with their with their starting times and whatnot. But the debut of Gethin Jones, I'm just telling you right now, he looked okay. You know, he looked he looked like he belonged. And during that, was he worth the, the transfer from Wales to Australia? Uh, no. But, I mean, right back isn't necessarily our strongest position. I'm not a huge Nathaniel Was, was he better fan. than Lewis Miller? <laughs> yeah. yeah was he better than Nathaniel Atkinson? You I reckon? reckon he's better than Nathaniel Atkinson. Lewis Miller, I rate. But, um, yeah, he's solid. He's just a bloke who kind of sits there and does his job. You know what I mean? He yeah. gets the job done. I feel like they're all just on the same level. Mm. And it's just... I feel like we just need to stick with one. It's a fair shout. Just pick one and run with it kind of thing. Pick one and run with it. Mm, I don't mind that. Unless someone really like takes it by the scruff of the neck, you know. That's if he could have taken that right back spot by the scruff of the neck, lads. Uh, but also a clean sheet for Joe Gauchi in his second cap. Matty Ryan continues to be under a bit of an injury cloud, so that'll probably give Gauchi a bit of confidence getting a clean sheet in his in his start there against Bahrain. And um, you know, main competition in the past has been Tommy Glover. Now, Tommy Glover, I don't know if you guys heard, he just got a clean sheet for Middlesbrough against Chelsea. Pretty good. Did hear about this. Yeah, you heard about Very this. Exciting. Very exciting. Demo's not as excited as I am, but... 
That's all right. <laughs> you were up in arms, Andy. You love there, it. Mate. You know who didn't uh, get a clean sheet against yeah. Chelsea? <laughs> oh, Ange Ball. Make of oh. what you will. Ah, that's all right. They'll they'll be fine now. They've got Timo Werner banging in goals because, as we all know, Timo Werner bangs in goals in the Prem. He's known for it. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. That's exciting. It's it's certainly something. It's certainly something. But our burning question number three, I honestly have. I think it's Nick who I've not asked. Is Tommy Glover playing his way back into Socceroos contention? Oh yeah, for sure. Philby in here. Has he been playing for the for the um, league team too? I think he has, right? He's recently got the starting job. Well, he the 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 starting goalkeeper, the number one, got injured. Ah. So Tommy Glover is having to start all these games. Yeah, I think Tommy Glover is a better keeper than Joel Gauci. Um, oh. Just on vibe alone. Just on vibe? <laughs> nice. On vibes <laughs> alone. <laughs> We're very uh, very scientific in our methods here at the four-man wall. I, I reckon I'd love to see. But, like, they're pretty neck and neck, and, like, we're, we're fortunate to have both. Also, keep in mind that um, we've got to, um, we've got to keep Captain uh, Joe... Well, we've already capped him in qualifying, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, so he's cap locked to us. No, no. Oh, we haven't? No, I think that was against Ecuador, I think. I thought we played. I thought he played against Palestine. Did he not? He did play. He did play one of those games um, against Ecuador. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know if he played against Palestine. No, he didn't. And he, oh, oh, of course, he wasn't substituted. Um, that that would be uncommon practice. Gray uh, um, Minor doesn't know how to substitute players. Come on, uh, he substituted <laughs> five in that game, actually. Uh, oh, that's a lot. He brought on Geordie Boss, McLaren, Barello, O'Neill, and Miller. Oh, Brandon Barello, I mean. Comment. Um, I'd love to see uh, Joel Gauchi cop copper move like Tommy Glover. I reckon if Tom Glover can. Can get a move overseas, then I don't see uh, any issue in why Joel Gauchi could. Just putting yeah. it out there, like think, think oh, he's, he's at that level for sure. He's, he's at a great level talent. 100%. I reckon I'd love to see him excel. Would he go straight into a championship side? You think? Don't see why not. You know what? I might even sign him myself as um on EAFC as Swindon Town. Uh-huh. A bit uh-huh. lower. Than we're league two at the moment, but you never know. He could be uh, on my road to glory or the whole way through to the prem. Beauty. Road to glory, brother. Swindon Town. I like that. Luongo used to play for Swindon, didn't he? I believe Luongo. so. Luongo. Yeah. Yes. Back in the Certainly day. did. New beauty. Fantastic stuff. Did you get selected right. for the World Cup at Swindon, though? I can't remember. I'll tell you who should be in soccer is contention is Cameron Cook, because that kid is cooking. Thought you were about to say Cameron Green. I've got my head wide with the wrong support and selection. <laughs> Cameron Green to be the soccer is new starting goalkeeper. Absolutely. <laughs> It's good you say that, you can do it all. because it probably just kind of uh, says a little bit about how far we've come with, uh, obviously, playing our goalkeepers in the A-League. Yeah. I think there's definitely been, we've been on the cusp of a new generation of goalkeepers coming through because, obviously, the, the last one's kind of dragged on a fair bit as mm. Danny Vukovic probably should... Uh, <laughs> uh, Danny, there you go. There's a bit of a... Uh, <laughs> Poor Danny. Uh, Dropping strays on old mate, old mate Danny. You and Danny go <laughs> way back, do you? You and Danny Boo. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's really good to see uh, some g- good goalkeepers uh, starting to play and obviously Joe Giacchi, uh Pavlicic uh, has been playing, obviously, with the red card to... 
Redmayne a few weeks ago, and yep. uh, obviously you've got uh, Tom Heward Bell. Tom Heward Bell playing as well. Um, so there's certainly a few goalkeepers around uh, starting to bolster the stocks a little bit, and yeah, it's always always very good for the uh, for the national team to have more options. Obviously, Matty Ryan's not going to be there forever, and. Mm. He's he's already uh, he's getting up there in in the age category now as well. So certainly uh, we're on the cusp of a uh, new generation of goalkeepers, which is exciting. You know who? That's I, what the yeah, all yeah, about. You sure. know who I miss? Um, Keegan Smith. Ooh. Keegan Smith. Kaiway, Kaiway, Hustray. Hell yeah. Oh, I think he's playing for Devonport. Get <laughs> <Okay>, hell, mate. <laughs> Sorry, what club was that? Devonport. Oh, God. I'm just looking up Keegan Smith photos um, on uh, on Google Images. Here's a blast from the past that came up. Here's a blast from the past that came up um, on the image search. <laughs> Massimo Macarone. Macarone. Oh, we can't, we can't keep relying on accents to be the humour of this show. God damn it! It's good effort though. It's good effort. Uh, just running through the rest of the news uh, straight off the bat. Uh, some tough stuff here, but Sam Kerr has, I believe, torn her ACL. Will be out for a very long time. Um, how much of an impact is this? I make? almost forgot about that. Um, thanks Sorry, for reminding me. <laughs> Uh, how much of an impact will this have on um, the Matildas and, and our Olympics hopes, shall we say? Zilch. Oh, Zilch. Oh, but Bloody hell, Nicholas. They did a good job without her. You know, they got it back the system. It's like devastating for Sam, but, you know, um, it's a te- like, you see um, bloody, bloody uh, egg ball doctor or footy doctor. Dr. Larkins is like, she can oh, do a penalty no. kick. <laughs> it's the most Herald Sun footy rider take I've ever seen. Yeah. I know he's, a, he's <laughs> like, his medical profession, like, I'm not downing his profession, but like the, but it's more like the logistical suggestion that you can take one player out of 18, can just like, one player in one, one 18th of your squad is going to be useless except for one very specific situation. Mm. <laughs> like, um, but no, I yeah. think, I think you've got to be optimistic. Like, we've got to, you know, we've got to prepare for life after Sam Kerr too. And we're going to be devastated, um, that's for sure. But uh, Sam, you'd assume Sam would want, like, you know, her peers to strive for success at the same time. Of course. Mary Fowler's time to shine. Let's go. Stay away, Nathan. Cleary. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But a few other uh, headlines. Joshi Cavallo made his return after three 123 days since he last played. A uh, bit of an injury for him, but he came back for Adelaide, which was good to see. Um, West United's... <laughs> I can't believe it. Actually, I can't believe it. But they postponed their Jan 20 game against Adelaide until their new ground is ready. So that's confirmed. Um, and we... So we'll play that one in a few years' time? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Once the roads have been completed... Uh, there's a few. Uh, there's a "Where's your stadium?" Uh, chant rang around in the city. Oh yeah. Away bay. Oh god, that's brutal. <laughs> kind of funny. Also, um, <laughs> you play in Geelong, which was a bit factually in- inaccurate because I haven't played in Geelong for a few years. More like a Ballarat mm, yeah, and Amy Park combo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They should have said Ballarat. They played there a bit. 
recently. Doesn't doesn't can't sing Ballarat it's as well as Geelong. Yeah, true. A town. Need to come with a new tune. Town. Uh, Bill Foley, the owner of uh, the the soon to be created Auckland City, by the way, also owns Bournemouth and I believe Hibernian and has stakes mm-hmm. in the French club Lorient. Mm-hmm. Um, and has confirmed that he plans on using Auckland City as a bit of a stepping stone for said club. So, you know, like a Bournemouth might sign a, a talented young player, loan them out to Auckland, and then bring them back when, when they're ready. Who's a Lorient? Is that as in Leyden Orient? No, no, Lorient. No, they're a, they're Lorient. A f- oh. Yes, thank you, Damo. It's the French club with the fish as their logo. When I Lorient. Say... FC Lorient. FC Lorient. Oh, Ligue 2. Ligue <laughs> oh yeah. Here we go with the accents again. Thanks for clar- <laughs> thanks for clarifying that one in the notes, Deshaun. When I read that headline, and of course I didn't read any comments or uh, any body of the article, I was worried that he meant like from an ownership perspective, he was just going to use them to boost his portfolio before ditching. But he actually means yeah. talent pathways, which is actually pretty good, eh? <laughs> it's Dutchin, but yes, it is. Pre- it's it's probably a pretty good um a business model. Well, not business model, but footballing model for Auckland to have well, access to those kind of clubs. Isn't uh, Melbourne Victory part of Triple Seven Partners? But they don't seem to boast the same. Stepping stone ability. Because mm. they never work. It never works. Never actually. Yeah, the only so? success story would be uh, Aaron Moy. in theory. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I'd, I'd say mm. the City group's probably done it the best. Yeah, but like, area. there's a few busts in the City group, like Daniel Arzani getting purchased by Man City to only end up coming back uh, in the yeah, A-League. Um, bloody, uh, what's his face? Um, that Scottish guy that came here hit for, and played a few games for City and then went... Back to I think Belgium or something. He's like he's doing really well for himself now. Yeah, there you go. It can work. It can work. Hey, was he that? Yeah. He was a striker, wasn't he? No, he was a centre back. What? Maybe Auckland City will be able to get Dominic Solanke on loan once or twice. Who, who knows? Scottish. He was Scottish. What was his name? Oh, I've got it. Was it Jack Hendry? It was. It was Jack Hendry. It's Jack Hendry. All right. Yeah. Maybe, oh, uh, Jack. No, he played two games for Melbourne City. That's hardly anything. Still counts. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> he was on loan from, from Celtic. No, but I mean, like, what I'm saying, talent pathways is, like, Australian players that play for, yeah, but, for yeah, but, City. But and... that's what I mean, though. Like, he was, he's going to, as Jashan said, like, with his, obviously, his talent, um, he's got Bournemouth. Um, they can send players to Auckland and then come back. That's what I perceived as that. Yeah, but I think it was just circumstantial he ended up at Melbourne City. Um, like, you know, if it was Man City to Ma- to Melbourne City, then I'd agree with your point. But Celtic, you know, Celtic could have sent him for Melbourne, to Melbourne Victory. They don't really care. I mean, it's sort of similar. It's, it's a CFG. I disagree, but I uh, I'm gonna put a nip oh. in the bud. Just to... we'll have to we'll have to save this for a split the wall in the coming weeks. This is getting heated. But yes, J Mac could yeah. end up in Japan, China, the Middle East, or America. Allegedly, there are clubs in all countries slash regions interested. Andy, how would you feel if Jamie McLaren left and collected the bag, say in the Middle East? Oh mate, I'd be heartbroken. No, I say take anyone but Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> I've got a, a very, very special uh, connection to him, I feel. So, yeah, it's, uh, it would be very hard news to take. So, let's hope uh, 
it's just his manager, you know, trying to bump up his price a bit, you know, bit of bit of bluffing or something for yeah. you know to get a contract extension or a higher pay rate, uh, you know, pay from City. But who knows? Let's let's uh, hope it uh, doesn't happen. Fingers crossed, mate. Yeah, does, does J Mac recognize you by name yet? You've had so many photos with him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not on a name basis yet, but um, that's that's the goal. He's, he probably <laughs> recognizes uh, my face now, I'd say. <laughs> surely, surely. He, he sees you and Henry and he's like, oh, here we go, another photo up. Yeah. So I can do it. <laughs> Welcome back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, J-Mac may be out of the door in June, but uh, time will tell. Hopefully for Andy's mental health, he stays. But uh, let's move exactly. forward. Thanks, Deshaun. No worries. I got your back, brother. Uh, it is the January transfer window. I believe it has officially opened. No huge moves yet, apart from Tulio leaving, of course, but we already knew that. But uh, we've got the month to play with, so I thought we'd do like a little fantasy transfer type segment. We're all going to go around the room and name like a dream move that we want to we see. We did this last year as well. It can be A-League club to A-League club. It can be an Australian player moving overseas, an international player coming to an A-League club. There's a bit of a bit of leeway here. Um, who wants to go first? I am gonna land on Damon Sarah. Go on, Damon. Dangers. Well, I thought it. I wouldn't be ready. I'd lo- really, 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 really like to see some returning Socceroos. Ooh. Mm. I think it's is a prime yes. opportunity for a Trent Sainsbury. Oh. Oh wow. Or a, or a an Aiden Rostich. Rostich. Come back on loan, start playing some games, and getting themselves some form and finding themselves some form, and uh, obviously going back or in Sainsbury's case, um, yeah, just kind of winding down uh, into retirement. But I think, yeah, I, that's that's what I'd like to see, and obviously uh, the 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 links with um, Alessandro Circati to. Atletico Madrid, oh. which I think is just a little bit of a agent kind of uh, cheeky uh, pup and the bloody tires a bit, but um, oh, that would be pretty cool to see. And obviously his interest uh, from Serie A clubs as well, but I think and Brentford and Brentford <laughs> can't forget, the, forget uh, the big club from London, Brentford. <laughs> Absolutely awesome and. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, look, it's just great to see. And come on, Damo, gotta move on from the accents. Yeah. <laughs> Steady, Nick, you've been I'm, doing I'm the accent today as well, mate. <laughs> Why fix it? I break. Mm. All right, what about you, Nicholas? What's your fantasy move for this window? All right, I don't have. I've got two clubs in mind, mm. but I'm going for the old, uh, the old trap, the old, uh, the old siren. Um, siren, as in the the fictional mermaids that uh, lure lost uh, sailors into the rocks. Oh my god! What an anecdote. I'm yes. going for a big fish. The big old fish. he played in the Premier League and hasn't ha- doesn't have a contract and hasn't played with anyone uh, for the last six months. Kind of player, okay. Jesse Lingard. Oh, Lingardinho. Wow. Jesse Lingard. Uh, we're talking about dreams here. I want to dream a bit, you know. Um, he's way better than the A-League. Let's not get that mistaken. Uh, but I'd love to see him slot in like with an attacking heavy team. 
I'd love to see him at like Adelaide United. Um, they're in a bit of a slump at the moment. It could give you know a bit of spark, bit, bit of bit of hype, bit of hype. Not that they need much of a crowd boost at uh, Coopers because you know it's pretty. You're getting ten thousand on a Monday night for crying out loud against yeah, Wakanda. Yeah, good. Um, but you know, like a Western Sydney too. Um, that could be like the difference between getting you know uh, your twelve to fifteen, your, you know your twelve thousands to like eighteen twenty thousands for your for your mid-range games and I think you'd just be like slot really good into either of those sides um you'd be uh you know clubs worthy of his name I like that Mm. bloody good Jesus I was not expecting Lingardinho to get a shout out on this podcast I watched a video of him on Tifo Football about why he doesn't have a club yet so ah yeah you've been doing the research love that good stuff good stuff good stuff hell yes alright I'll go next I actually had a bit of a similar one to um Nicholas. Very similar, actually. I was I was thinking of doing the Shikardi one, but Damo's nipped me in the bud there. Fair enough, fair play. But I want to go with Delhi Alley. All right. <laughs> yes, Delhi Alley hasn't played wow, a game. Wow, that's a really good one, yeah. Yeah, this season is a bit uh, out, on the outs in terms of top-tier football. Probably a bit too good for the A-League, but you know what? He needs to refurbish his career. He has refurbished his image, I think, with, with recent stories that have come out. He's a good guy, Deli Alley, again. Why not come down to Wellington to boost their creativity a little bit? You know, dime up um, Bojidar Krajev and Oscar Zavada and Costa Barbarusas for a few goals. Yeah, David Ball. Yeah, Dave, that's the dream combination, isn't it? <laughs> David Ball and Deli Alley. David Ball. That's a one-two punch <laughs> for the times, mate. Uh, that's, that's my vote. Uh, last but not least, yeah, Andy. Did a Deli Alley and Welly. Deli Alley and Welly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, take us home strong here, Andy. What's your uh, fantasy choice there, dude? All right. Well, um, apart from Marco Tilio coming back to City, yeah, yeah, of I was going to go with that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll put that as an obvious one. Um, I would like to see... Now, uh, I'm going to go big here, uh, similar to, to Nick and you, Deshaun. Um, I'm going to say, let's bring Luis Suarez to the A-League. <laughs> why, why not? You know, he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's best mates with Bruno Fornaroli, so I agree. Yeah. that's got to hold good stead. He's, yeah, he's 36 now, and uh, apparently he's playing for Inter-Miami in the MLS. So. Oh, no, you can't pull him away from that. You can't pull him away from that. He's playing with Messi, Busquets... Probably partying at David Beckham's mansion every other week. Yeah, but you know what's a more fun that city to live in than, than Miami? Fucking Adelaide. <laughs> city of wines, mate. Yeah. City of churches. Exactly. That's crocodiles in Adelaide. Uh, in Adelaide. Um, Alligators, but yes. I, I mentioned Jesse Lingard, and apparently there's an article on Goal.com linking him to Barcelona. Oh, no. You know what? I've got a theory with A-League marquee players. They don't score goals. No interest. Like, oh. you can get players like Rodwell over, um, you know, midfielders, more defender types. No interest. Like, but your Del Pieros, Lewis Nannies, um, you know, uh, Tim Cahills. Milos Ninkovic. David Villa. Because I think Australian crowds are very, like, uh, short-sighted. They want, like... Yes. Like, if you get, like, a Dali Ali in, they're not going to, like... He's great in a football sense, but... Unless like he's playing like a like a attacking like you know just behind the, the centre forwards, 
what I'm trying to say is the crowds are short-sighted and yes. if people are going to go there for the marquee boost, they want to cheer their marquee and turn to their kids and say, wow, you saw Dali Ali score today, you know? Um, you're trying to say that crowds are more excited by the prospect of David Villa than they would be to maybe an Eric Dyer? Ooh. Oh, Eric yeah, Dyer. for sure. Um, Ange doesn't want him. Send him our way, bro. Let's take Eric Dyer. Let's go. Uh, watching David, the clip of David Villa's first goal, um, people say he was a waste of time, but it didn't cost anything to like put him out there, you know? Um, no, it was, was covered awesome. by CFG, essentially. And it was, it was always going to be like, it was, it was, it was always going to be a short term appearance. And he got, he, he got, um, he opened this, you know, his interest opened the second tier of Amy Park for Melbourne City against, you know, non derby opposition. Like, that never happens for City. So, but alas, he only played three games. We don't want to rely on marquee signings, but it, it does make a big difference when a big name comes over, right? I think, yeah, no. it's just like salt in moderation, right? you got to like... It has add... to be huge, though. Sorry? It has to be a big name or else, yeah, it's, if it's a sort of middle-tier kind of name, like a Honda or someone, it's not really... Yeah. But like yeah, Honda... It doesn't have, cause it's quite of the same pool. Yeah, and, and, and like, it's like salt. You need to add it, you know, just, you know, to enhance... In, you know, you gotta ha- you got to add that salt in, you know, to enhance the other flavours in your food, you know? Um... Five holes on your ship. I wouldn't go to the uh, and like causing you to sink. I wouldn't put go fix it with a marquee player. But you know, you gotta spice up your life. <laughs> yeah, dab a little chicken salt on there. A little Himalayan rock salt. Can't go wrong. Too expensive. I can. <laughs> uh, the, the economy is tight, but I reckon that I'll bring us to the end of our fitness journey. Good effort, fellas. Some good uh, good options there. I don't mind that. That was strong from the boys. We're going to wrap things up today with a bit of a split the wall. Play your music. Play the music. Fun little segment. We uh, pick a question. We debate the question. 60 seconds each for uh, two of my beautiful co-hosts kind of uh, come to the conclusion of what I might ask. And this week, um, I've got a bit of help from Simon Hill. He tweeted recently, not heard anything on Canberra for a while, but do not rule out Tasmania making a late charge for the 14th A-League license. We know Auckland have got the 13th, but there is one more to come. (sighs) Canberra or Tasmania? So the question is simple. Yes. Who do you want to see to get the 14th A-League license? Tasmania. Canberra or Tasmania? Yes. Now, Andy is our reigning champion, having, beating, having beaten Damo last yeah, week. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's bullshit. It's always bullshit it, when you lose and always fair cop when you win, Damo. Yeah, Damo. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last week was actually bullshit. Yeah, well, it wasn't bullshit when you bullshitted me, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. There's lots of bullshit on this goddamn podcast. But it's got to be Andy versus Nick today, and Andy is the reigning champ. You get to pick which side you want to argue. So, sir, are you ready? Sure, yeah, right, ready as I'll ever be, mate. Let's go. Oh, hell yeah. Chuck a bow on it. All right, three, two, <laughs> one, go. All right, well, I believe that Canberra should be getting the 14th license here. Uh, the main reason for this, I believe, is that, uh, well, they've already got an A-League women's side, so they've already got you know the foundations of a club set up. 
um, you know, it's the nation's capital as well. I think uh, it's it's only right that they uh, they have a team in the the national league. Um, and you know, Tasmania. Well, they don't really they don't have an AFL team. I know they're going to getting one soon, but um, if you know the AFL values them as the 19th best place for a license, then why should the A League put them 14th? Uh, and yeah, I just think um, Canberra is in a better better position to to start an A League club because they've already got the women's team there, and as I said, they've got the got the foundations there already. So um, yeah, that's about all I've got. <laughs> Don't oh. haven't done any prep on this, but yeah, yeah, I'll end it there. Not bad. Oh mate, you're so done. <laughs> Nick, Nick, you already mentioned earlier on this podcast that um, you believe no one cares about Tasmania, so I'm curious. To when see did I say that? Oh you... yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. did I say that again? Oh yeah, about yeah. logging. Yeah, yeah. They could be called. Yeah, the about Tas- <laughs> They could be called the Tasmanian uh, foresters logging now. Anyway, that, that's that's not my that a lot of time. Count me in. Boys, no, no, your no. argument, mate. Three, two, one, go. Well, Andy, I just want to first make a rebuttal. You say that Tasmania is like the 19th best place um, for the AFL to put a team, so they should jump ahead and go to Canberra. Are you fucking dense or what, mate? Like, <laughs> if Tasmania nine is 19th, considering there's no football team in uh, Canberra, or it's not even talked about, Canberra's like at least 30th on the AFL plans. Uh, so that argument's fucking stupid. Uh, and I think... Oh, we should... GWS play that. Oh, shut up, mate. Mine in it. And so I reckon we should have a team in Tassie, you know. Uh, it's good good culture. Uh, you get more visitors to Tassie um, than Canberra, so it's better for an away day. Uh, you know, you can enjoy Cradle Mountain, you know, go to MoMA. Um, yeah, have a good time. And, you know, um, uh, Canberra does have a women's team, so I reckon an A-League team will help um, the Tasmanian Football Federation. Plus, you've got great teams like the Devonport Strikers there, you know, good solid <laughs> club. Keegan Smith there. He could be the first signing of the team. That's time. Oh, that's perfect. time. Even had to bring Keegan Even Smith forward. back into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, not a bad effort. It's been a Look, good, uh, honest, good all-around show. I'm today. Team Canberra, but uh, you gotta, you got to be a professional in these circumstances. <laughs> you got to go hard. Go mm, hard or go exactly. home. Now, I know who I would pick, but... Since I gave Nick voting rights last week, I think it's only fair that I give Damo voting rights this week. So, Damo, who do you think got the dub in that particular version of Split the Wall? Uh, honestly, very difficult decision. Mm. Uh, both <laughs> gentlemen had great uh, points. Mm. Obviously, Nothing gentle about me. Thanks, Damon. Uh, <laughs> certainly massive. Uh, obviously, Cambria United already having a women's team. It's good help. For me, uh, this week, uh, it has to go to Andy. Oh, fuck. This is <laughs> the easy option, mate. <laughs> and... well, that's what you get when you win, mate. You get to pick. <laughs> Should be the challenger, that picks. Thanks, Damon. <laughs> you can't change the rules, Nick. Come on oh, now. Well, I think uh, since we're an A-League podcast, it'll be very apt to change the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I, I changed the rules. I won't. I won't tell any of you until after we finish the segment. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be like uh, the split the wall. The sp- <laughs> well, of, yeah, of course. Uh, Andy's got the easier argument, considering that the APL has already identified them as the preferred market over Tasmania. <laughs> I, I, I think, in my personal opinion, I think what Simon Hill saying is a bit of hot air. I think, uh, oh. whilst a respected opinion, I'm not too sure. Ouch. 
I, I'm not too sure how much. I'll say it when I believe it is all I'll say. I respect his I'm opinion, um, but I'll say it when I believe it for this scenario. All right. Anyway, Canberra United do have a women's team, but they're also last right now in the Liberty, performing pretty badly. So. Yeah, but the men's team would help bring resources and funding in. Fair point. More revenue. Right. Bloody good episode, I reckon, fellas. Everyone brought their A-games today. I'm, I'm very pleased with that. I hope you guys had a fun time. I read it. I hope you enjoyed the podcast I uh, posted on. Are <laughs> you going to post this Can one I on Reddit? It? Oh, my. It's been a good episode. It has been a good episode. Why not? Just make sure you follow the Reddit kit, all right? Engage with us on social media, online hub media. Comment on our uh, post. Do something. At online hub media. We had a spike in views last week, so shout out to everyone who's been listening. Much Ooh. appreciated. Nice. Uh, Henry, if you're listening, Chelsea suck. And um, I reckon we'll leave it at that. <laughs> this has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all. Now, there's rumours that they're um, hosting, like, instead of trains to, to take you there, they, they, they've got, like, a, a horde of horses that they're driving around <laughs> certain towns that can take you to the ground because it's literally surrounded thought, by paddocks. No, recently I heard that they were using those cattle trucks. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Beauty. Just squash them to one of those. Tr- get, get them. Getting loaded up in the cattle trucks and just being transported out there. <laughs> Where's Titani, bro? <laughs> <laughs>